This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to your impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. So it's November now. Uh, At the time of recording this... I have actually finished all of my work for the school year. As you know, I'm in Polytech and I've been doing a game design course and I had a few uh, projects to get through and like for the past few weeks. And honestly, I've been pretty tired, pretty exhausted. I didn't I think I handled it pretty well. Honestly, I'm pretty happy with uh, what I've accomplished and what I've done and, you know, how I've done it. Um, but it also got me thinking that, you know, exams are coming up for high school and I know some exams have started and finished for university, uh, but you know what? I'm going to do an exam episode. That's what we're talking about this week. I want to talk about ways of Preparing for your exams, during your exams and after, and the experience that I've had um, over the past five weeks that I've been working on my project. So my project's actually a little ironic. I just recently built a game. It was called Burnt Out, um, which is about a guy who owns a bookshop and he becomes burnt out from all the work that he does. And eventually he learns that even though the bookshop is something that he loves, he cannot continue the way he's been going um, just due to the fact that, again, it's kind of exhausting him and it's not been good for his uh, personal relationships nor his rent. I think I added a whole subplot in there about him not paying rent on time. Doesn't matter. Um, Very short game that I've made and I did base it off my own experience with burnout I've definitely talked about burnout a lot on like this show and well it's because it's something that's important to me it's something I get affected by quite often even though at this point you'd think I'd see the signs granted I did get a lot better and I definitely have been doing a lot better when it comes to burnout because during me uh making this game I was staying in during weekends and after school and kept adding more and more things until I realized, oh, I'm doing it again. I'm going to keep working until I just drop. And there's not a healthy way to go about it. So here are some things that I did uh, for my project. Obviously, this will not apply to everyone. This is specifically for those that have big projects due, which those of you that are in high school probably don't have anymore, if memory serves. there might still be some leftover stuff or maybe some stuff that you haven't finished that you've got like an extension for. But, you know, maybe you can also find some relatability for exams. So throughout this whole thing, I have been doing a lot of overtime work and working in the weekends. But I would like to say I did all of that at school. I didn't take it home with me, which a lot of people in my class did which is great, absolutely brilliant of them to do that. 
And they've also got some pretty impressive work to show for it. It's very impressive. Um, I, however, know the kind of person I am. And if I took it home, I would just be staying up late and continuously working on it. And it just wasn't ideal for me. Obviously, I know some people hate hanging around the school, which is fair. We all get like that. But when you find a place that you enjoy being in, either your favorite classroom or, I don't know, the library or like a central place to just be, or even the public library, it doesn't need to be at school, just a place where you feel comfortable working and you feel like you're doing a good job. Naturally, you start associating the two things. Um, and you're a bit more productive with what you're doing because you know that when you go there, you're ready to work and that's what you're there for. Another thing I would like to say is I'm not an advocate for just continuously working. I can tell you exactly what I was doing. So when I was building this game, I would listen to a podcast. I know I'm very boring. Or I would listen to a YouTube video, something that I didn't have to keep my eyes on anything when it ended like didn't matter how long it took uh didn't matter the time of the video it could have been 20 minutes it could have been just 10 minutes or maybe it could have been a whole hour I don't know whenever it ended I would stop and just go on my phone and just like chill out for a bit play a game do anything else to just kind of give myself a bit of a reset Obviously, you can keep working through it if you're on the roll. If you're on a roll with what you're doing, absolutely keep at it. But if you're not, and you're kind of just, you know, working for the sake of working, continue taking these breaks. And then when you're ready to start up again, put on a new video, podcast, whatever, maybe even a few songs or a small playlist that you've made, and then start working again. It was the breaks that really got me through it. And it may have seemed like it would have taken me longer. However, the breaks caused me to, when I went back to the work, I looked at it with a bit fresh eyes, realized what was missing, what I had to change, or was just a bit more inspired to do something else. Is it kind of a slow process? Yes. However, I would like to say I was the first person in my class to finish all of my work. Is that because I did a good job or is that just because I ran out of things to do? I'm not sure. I I genuinely don't know if it's good or not, but I'm pretty happy with the work. And that was kind of the main point. I was, that, that's actually another quick thing I want to point out. Just be happy with the work that you do um, rather than the work that you could have done. or. You know, if it's not enough work, I aim, my aim for everything is to be average, average at best and hope for the good grade. Uh, I want to at least have the average. That is my bare minimum of having an average. When I was at uni, I was a C student. That is just a pass at best. It's not great. But it wasn't the worst. I wasn't failing. Uh, now I'm doing a lot better. Um, but that's just because I'm definitely more passionate about what I'm working on now. But when it comes to your work, hand in something that's a polished, finished product and not 
a half-finished amazing product. Because they're both good, but one of them's actually finished. And I think that's more valuable. That's just me. When it comes to exams specifically, I imagine there's a bit of a difference. But also some similarities. For this project that I did, I did stick to a bit of a schedule. But I've gotten kind of used to it. Go to bed at 10. Wake up at 6. To Wow, I say wake up at 6. My alarm goes off at 6. I get up about 7.30. Get up at 7.30. Leave by 8.30. And then I'm there at 9. Easy morning. I've also made breakfast and lunch for myself at that point. And leave. I work up until lunch. The morning work, I will say it now, is the slowest work of the day. I do not care. I do not put enough effort into the morning work, and that is perfectly fine. It is the slowest part of the day. I'm not a morning person. Absolutely hate it. I would like to say, if you know what kind of person you are, like morning person, evening, night person, Know that, and that will be when you do your best work. It will always be when you do your best work. When I was in high school, I was a night person, very strictly a night person. So I would, I was always staying up late anyway, so I would start working really late and maybe work until three o'clock in the morning. Does that sound bad? Yes. However, it is always my best work at that time because that's the time that I was more awake, alert. That was my comforting time. Now, my time is, it's it's been expanded really. Now it's more of afternoon to late night. Um, so, just saying, expand your horizons. Still not a morning person. My morning stuff, always very weak. But that is when I do most of my playing on my phone and only doing small bits of work at a time. Remember, small bits of work is still technically doing work. So it's all good. Afternoon, I eat, I energize, I move on. I I heard somewhere that vitamin B is really good for your brain. Don't quote me on that. I don't know anything about that. Maybe it's not. I just Google it. It is. Have vitamin B, I guess. I'm pretty sure a lot of like, I could be wrong again. Don't listen to me. However, I could I could be right. It's like milk and energy drinks and stuff with electrolytes do in fact have vitamin B. I want to say that's true because I have a Powerade bottle that says filled with vitamin B. I don't care for Powerade. It's I don't like the taste of electrolytes. But it's still an okay drink. I have been drinking caffeine, um, specifically sugar-free energy drinks. They're my favorite. I don't, I don't recommend it. Don't do it. It's bad for you. I only drink one a day. Very bad. Do not be like me. Do better than me. However, that and my lunch have been what gets me through the afternoon. I recently learned that using your brain takes calories I guess because I get so ridiculously hungry throughout the day the harder I work so that's a fun fact to know and also really fun to know I haven't been using my brain very often the past few years 
because this is a very new feeling for me. Anyway, don't skip meals is what I'm basically saying. I'd like to say another thing that has been very helpful is also being prepared. How do you be prepared? You gotta prepare things. I'll never remember them. Bulls. I put everything in that I need in the same bag and I never take them out. You know what's in my bag? My uh, drawing tablet, my books, my... I have a portable charger in my bag. I have a metal straw and a cup holder thingy cozy. These are just some of the things I use on a daily basis. They are incredibly helpful. They're everything that I need during the day, and I never take them out of my bag. The only thing I take out of my bag is my lunchbox to take inside. That's it. Where does that bag go after school? It stays in my car, because that way I can't forget it. That way I can't go anywhere without it being already in my car. So leave your bag in the car. Oh, but I need to do homework and something. Okay, I guess you could do that. Or you could do homework not at home. Because like I said earlier, keep them separate. I started, I did in fact do homework at home when I began. And that's what I used to do in high school. Fairly normal thing. We've all done it. It's called homework. It makes sense. Wrong. Because my workspace, my desk, and my recording area is all in my room, this is already like a fully very stressed zone. This is where I sleep, this is where I do my radio work, and this is where I relax. So there's already a lot going on. Adding another pile of stress onto it? Absolutely not. If you really want to do homework at home, pick a different room than your own room. Pick a room that feels like a working room, usually with a fairly uncomfortable chair. Not like super uncomfortable, but definitely not a couch. Don't pick a couch. It won't work. You gotta pick like the kitchen chair or something. Anyway, keep them separate. Keeps you sane. Trust me on this. Because you'll just end up kind of hating the things that help you relax because you'll constantly feel stressed that you have to do something else. Keeping it separate also gives you the whole thing in your brain for you to be like, I can't do that now. I'm not in the right place. and I can't go there right now. So, bummer. That's right. I'm, I'm making excuses for myself. That's the trick. Gaslight yourself. You've done it. I think these are pretty much things for preparing for an exam and I, or a project, I guess. Sleep well, prepare your things, study in a, a specific place, eat food good. That's probably all. Oh, that's that's what you need. That's all you need to prepare. That's all I did. And look at me go. Okay, don't be like me. Do better than me. Do everything I said and maybe more. If there's one thing I know, it's also anxiety, and especially anxiety around exams. I have, in fact, had a panic attack before an exam. Uh, very embarrassing. Everyone saw me. It was in that time where you like wait in the line to be checked, like that you're not bringing in anything to cheat with before the exam. Uh, freaked out. Had to go to the back of the line. It was almost late to the exam. Very embarrassing. 
I've also had a few exams where I was in the exam room by myself, either because I was the last person to be taking the exam, or I, for some reason, decided to do Latin where I was the only student, so I had to just sit there with the exam watcher person. So if anyone knows about exam anxiety, it's me. Let me tell you something. All exams are the same. Like, the same vibe. The questions will be different, obviously. However, they're all the same. Once you've done one exam, like, the feeling of the exam, they're all the same. It will always be the same feeling. It will always be the same kind of book, the same sitting, the same prolonged silence from everyone. Everything is the same. And the reason I'm saying that is because that's something that you get used to. Even though you always feel the anxiety before the exam, you kind of don't need to because you'll always, it'll always be the same anxiety. And you'll prepare better each time. Whatever made you so anxious for the first one, figure that out and, you know, kind of work through it for the next one. Again, they'll all be the same. I really need to stop saying that they're the same, but they really are the same. Every exam that I think back on that I have done blurs together. I could not tell you anything specific about an exam other than that English required a lot of writing and I got a hand cramp and science uh, was an empty booklet for me because I did not do well. Everyone learns different. Everyone studies different. So I don't think I can really give you advice on that. I didn't study a lot. I revised, but I wouldn't call it studying. And to be fair, didn't do great in things. I did good in the exams that I liked and that I was good at, but because when you have a passion for something, you'll always do better. Maybe you like if I had gone back, maybe I would have found something I liked about the exam associated with something good. And then maybe I would have enjoyed it more. Maybe I would have studied better. I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But at the end of the day, it was just about getting it done and going through it. Did I do my best for all of them? Eh, I did my best to the ability that I had given myself, I guess. Which is fine. Everyone has their own study tactics. I have very little. I cannot help you here. What I can help you, it's after the exam. Wow. So afterwards is going to be that feeling of stress. It's going to be the anxiety, the nervousness. No, there is one thing that always differed from me and some of my friends was they had a lot of anxiety after the exam of just the what ifs. What could have I changed? I recognize something that I've done wrong and I should have done it. Uh, differently. A lot of regret, a lot of anxiety is what I'm saying. Once you leave that classroom or lecture hall or wherever you are, it's over. It's done. You do not worry about it anymore. It is in the hands of someone else until uh, you find out what you got. You can't dwell on the past, especially such a recent past of what you could have changed. There's no going back, and that's okay. As long as you did what you wanted to do during like the exam, that's you can always say that, yes, you did it. You did as well as you could in the moment, 
and maybe you could do better now. But maybe you could have done better way ahead in the future. I'm going to use myself as an example again. Terrible exams. That's me. Didn't pass uh, level 3 NCEA. That's fair. Makes sense. Could I pass it now? Uh, Same subjects. No. But with the knowledge I have now, and say I've travelled back in time and I am suddenly in year 13 again, would I have done better? I would like to say yes, from the knowledge I've had because I have grown. You can always do better after the fact. That will always just be a thing. You'll learn, you'll grow, your mind will change, and you can't dwell on that. After the exam, if you're feeling terrible about what you've done, look back at like either everything that you've accomplished so far or even just the small things that you've done, like the workbook that you've done. Look at the first page again of the person that didn't know. Do you think that person would do as well as you did in that current exam or project or test? They probably wouldn't because they're just beginning their learning journey and you wouldn't expect them to. And even though you're at the end, depending on what you're doing, you're not really at the end. You're just at the end of this one test, this one exam, this one project. You've just finished that one thing and you have to move on. Could you have done better? Maybe. Maybe you wouldn't have. Maybe you'd be the person from the beginning of the year that didn't know anything and hasn't learned anything yet. You'll always learn more. There's always more to learn. There's always more to do. You will always get better. Nothing stays in a standstill. Nothing freezes in time. There will always be something else. So be proud that you did it. Be proud that you finished it, that you've accomplished it, that you got through it. Because the beginning of the exam and during the exam and the build-up beforehand are all the most terrifying things to do. And you've gone through it. You've done it. And if you haven't done it yet, you will. You absolutely will. And you'll get through it. And by the time you're done, you'll have done it. You would have accomplished something. Even if you don't do well, I'm not saying you won't. You might do really well. But if you don't do well, that's okay. You still did it. You still turned up. You still did it. And I'm really proud of you for that. And you should be proud of yourself. Because at least trying is the first step to learning and to being great. Anyway, that got really deep in the end there, but I'm very passionate about recognizing your worth and your accomplishments. So please do that. Please uh, believe in yourself. And also, good luck on any exams. Unless it's after exam season. That would be really embarrassing if I release this episode after exam season. Oh well. Yeah, save it for next year. Listen to it again. Before I go, I would like to still say that the job for being the radio host, for being me, is still available. I know it's a weird thing to bring up now, but I think my time is ending with this show. As much as I love it, as much as I care for the show, I don't think it's mine anymore, or I don't need it to be mine. Uh, I think someone else can do a better job and can take it further than I ever will. 
So please feel free to apply at Volunteer South. That's at volunteersouth.org.nz. And it will be under Radio Superstar or Media Superstar. Also on the volunteer website, my picture's up there on the, like, the the Our Team section. So if you uh, uh, get the job, that will be you with your picture up there and all that. I don't know, I'm not really selling this well, but, you know, it's going to be time and someone's going to have to take over and I would really like it to be one of the people that actually listens. Please, does anyone still listen? I really hope so, because that was really good of what I just did. Like, I'm very talented. Please. Anyway, that's basically it for this week. Um, I'm going to go on holiday soon, so I'll be preparing a Christmas episode eventually. I'll be back in another two weeks. So good luck to everyone on their final exams, their projects. Um, hope you're preparing for a nice holiday. I hope you're all looking for volunteer jobs to do during the holiday. There's definitely some going for the midwinter carnival, if you'd like to have a look at that. So, well, just saying. Well, I think they're looking for helpers for the aerial dance show. Just, just saying. That sounds pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, good luck. Please, you know, don't get burnt out. Manage your time well. And remember to be proud of yourself for any accomplishment that you do. Even if you think it sucked, you still did it. And even if you don't think you did well, you still did something. So take it as it comes. Anyway, I'll see you in another two weeks. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.